We were 14 going to under 18 raves, leaving the house at like 9.30. I want to be thinking about it. See, I think about food. <laughs> <laughs> like, tell me like, what, <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> you just said what now? Hi everybody, I'm Mama Toya C and I'm taking Sudas because I'm not feeling well. I was supposed to say, why are you like that? <laughs> Hi everyone, it's Maxie. Hi everybody, it's Gracie Bakaray and we are the Milford, Milford Honey, Honey Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Wait, what was she going to say? I'm taking Sudas because they cost me for eating. Oh, so you really yeah. ate margarine. Yeah. Major disclaimer. Okay. <laughs> How's everybody doing? How's everyone's week? My week has been lit. What'd you get up to? I didn't have my daughter. That's what, why it's been lit. Lit. <laughs> what else did you get up here? Nothing working. See my ma'am. Oh, so you got a man now? No, we're there. So is it official now? No. It's official. No. You're the one. No. No? Right. Sorry, who was it last week that said, why is it every time something has to lead to a song? Was it me? Hmm. Okay, carry <laughs> Did I say that? I would never say that because I do that all the time. It couldn't have been me. Okay, maybe it was her then. <laughs> Probably me. Yeah, what else did you get up to? Um... That's it, you know. Yeah, because you were you've been a bit quiet actually, so that would explain. So why. how's that lit? <laughs> Bro, peace she was is lit. Doing. Okay, peace. Okay, cool. Peace yeah. is very lit. She said she was with her man as well. Oh yeah, so. that's true. Oh, nothing happened. Huh? <laughs> Sorry, babe. Nothing happened. Hmm? Nothing happened with him. Okay. <laughs> yeah, nothing happened at all. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. <laughs> nothing happened. <laughs> okay. What'd you get up to? Honesty. Um, did you say honesty? Yeah. What's that mean? Because you were not. You're I'm, not a, I'm a liar. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, <laughs> her turn is coming. <laughs> what did I do? Oh, I went paintballing on the weekend. Oh yeah, how oh, was that? How was that? It was really good. Did I, it hurt? Yeah. Hurts. I remember. I've, I've, got, I've still got bruises. And I remember. Do you know what? When I did it, one, one hit my finger, Ooh. and oh, that yeah, was. Look. Hit my finger. Yeah, that's what happened to me. Yeah, cut me, proper. Ooh. It was so painful. And then do you know what? When I did it, I had fucking weed cookie cake before I did it. <laughs> you had a you had an edible before you did before it. Before I did it. Yo. They wanted to kill me. Yo, something. They else. didn't like me anyway. Don't talk to none of them now anyway. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it was my friends. <laughs> <laughs> it was my friends' birthday. It's really good. I'll definitely do it again. Um, but I'd rather go like when it's not wet. Okay, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, it was like my, my trainers, everything just got. What trainers did you say? I took no, my no, no, shit I took ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. I took my shit ones. Like, no, it was good, man. It's really good. It's fun. Um, what else did I do? It's bad. Just work. Just work. They're working me. Working, boy. They're working me. Working me. How about you, Grace? Nothing. This thing has been quiet. Didn't get up to anything. No, actually, I actually didn't. So you can try. Actually, I'm not saying nothing. Oh, this week. So we say from last week, that Tuesday to this week. Oh, okay. I saw my friend because I know that's where you're going. No, I was actually saying you you traveled. Oh yeah, I traveled. Sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> like I actually to, wasn't even. I went to Italy, um, for a day, which was really really nice. Um, 
We went to a city called Bologna, or Bologna, 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 and it is so much better than Italy. Like feel, <laughs> it is in Italy. Um, than Rome. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, it's so much better than Rome. I just feel like going there made me realize that there's actually more to see out there. And you shouldn't just follow the trends and what everyone says. You should go on. Mm-hmm. It was so beautiful. The hotel was amazing. Like the food was nice. It was very cultured. So some things I wasn't feeling, but it was really, really nice. I had a lot of fun. That's good. good. Yeah. And you saw your man? Not there. <laughs> and I don't have a man. I saw my friend or the person I have conversations with. Oh, I'm just getting myself into trouble. The person I'm talking to, I saw him sometime. How has things progressing? Anyway, so, news of the week. <laughs> you can't ask question again. It's going good. It's That's going good. it. That's yeah, all you have to cool. answer. Like, it's... It's just someone I talk to. So, yeah. Just. You're going to get yourself in trouble. That, so okay. let's just leave it. Someone that I'm talking to. Okay. No just. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. I get mad uncomfortable when we have this conversation. But you bring but it up. You came to me. happy to come to you. You came to me. She's, no, no, no. she's, to you. <laughs> she's mastered it. No, I have not <laughs> yeah, mastered it. I'm just more like, uh, yeah. I, that's my guy. Prior to this situation, I used to just say little silly things like Mr. America or cheesecake or. What do you want to call this one? This one's not having any. <laughs> um, Mr. English, I don't know. English guy, the Englishman. The Londoner. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, okay, news of the week. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys saw about Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. And how he bought out receipts. Yeah. I don't know. Do you know what? I feel like... I, f- I really feel like <laughs> women like her mm-hmm. really fuck up women that are speaking their truth. Mm-hmm. 100%. So, I've 100%. always said that one of the biggest issues in America is that you can sue over any little thing. There needs to be a bit more restriction guidelines. You can literally sue for anything. So, I feel like because it's so easy, people just decide any day that they're just going to file a case and... This is not a it. suing case. This is I, he this he is raped rape. me. A, I know, I know, but it's so criminal. He drugged and raped me. Yeah, this I, is a Cosby. I'm, you can go to prison. I no, no, I'm not disputing that, but I just feel like the way they see taking things to to the police or to court is is like handbag. There's no like conscience for me. I couldn't go to the police and just go and say someone has raped me just because they would ignore my messages and stuff like that. I just don't understand how... But that's, a lot that's of how sick people are. Mm. It's happened in London. But no would, names. You, would you not say... Huh? It's happened in London. Oh, I thought you said something like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, no names, like, girls have done it in London. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, do you not now feel that, we're, as a celebrity, do you not think you should be more cautious on what you give your time or give access who you give access to because these guys find themselves, especially if I was Chris Brown, I'm, I can't lie. It's not just any girl I'm going to entertain. And he gets a lot. This is not the first one. This is not the second one. This is not the third one. What of this rape of thing? girls just trying to like, pin, like say he's done something or try and take him to court. Or I was say he's it. A Yeah. It's, I just feel like after everything you've been through, you should be a little bit more cautious. I definitely think he's, though. Yeah, but I definitely think he is cautious. Like, he's got her number. She sent voice notes, like, just in case. That's like Drake as well. Remember, he did the 
the hot pepper and the condom thing. Like I'm do I'm being as cool. I'm no, still a man. Do you get what I mean? Because yeah. even because my husband's even telling me that even the 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 housekeepers or the the hotel cleaners they go and they look for your stuff. You know, hundred percent. Like they look for your bins and everything. And I just feel like so, I think he's being cautious enough. I think it's it's not. Up to him to do anything better. Mm-hmm. Women, like in Women that aspect, to we need better. to. Yeah, 100%. that's not fair. Regardless, there's 100%. nothing we I can d- say. I do think that obviously, at as his, whole, as yeah. his, yeah, the status that he is or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there needs to be some cautiousness in who you sleep with. But mm-hmm. if out of a hundred girls, you're sleeping with two, and those two are the ones that, yeah, yeah. 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 so I feel yeah. like yeah. in so, this case, what he's done, obviously, number one, not speaking on it, and he just came rid of his seats. Mm-hmm. I like that, but. Like girls need to do better Because there are real victims out there Mm -hmm. And I just feel like That's a bit fucked up Because it can ruin his life This is how shows get cancelled Money comes out of his pocket Because of what And this is why I think You falsely accuse somebody of rape You should go to prison You should do the time he was going to get 100% 100% Sorry That's just how it should be Because maybe less people Will be trying to falsely accuse men It's ridiculous Do the time that he was going to get It's a bit fucked for me Because you go Oh, what was it in the UK? That that woman wrote the book about um, the guy that she falsely accused. Was it raped or something? And he actually did his time. Was it in America? He was in America. I know yeah, he did his time. He was in jail for time. And she did like, he, she did documentaries. She did documentaries. Did oh, and, and she said she didn't remember. A and, yeah, lie. Yeah, she yeah, profited yeah. off it whilst he was rotting yeah. in jail. And then she just apologised when he and came out. And that was it. And nothing. Yeah. Nothing at all. That's mad. She just apologised. That when he it. came out, I remember that, so, and he was in prison for a time. Hundred percent. So, she, was she white? Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was. And she was like, "It was a black guy." <laughs> Isn't that not even? Funny? It's not like, even it's funny. Just, like it's, it's just so. It's <sighs> bloody stupid. I but... would say, obviously, racism is a very touchy thing to mm. talk about. But I feel like in the last few years, it's so obvious now. Like they're not even hiding it anymore. I'm, I'm, like it's I'm just so in your face now. I'm so sorry for me. It's not a touchy thing to speak about. I will speak on it. It's it's very blatant. It's so blatant. We can't keep quiet. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not. I would never. I would never feel some type of way to talk about being mistreated as a black person mm-hmm. personally. Like it, it's not touchy for me. It's I will speak on it, and you have to respect me as a person mm-hmm. because it's just it's fucked. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You don't even know where to start yeah, or where it's, to it's start even trying. And when you start thinking about it, it just spoils your day or it just spoils your mood. And you're just thinking, mm. you know what? It's it's for me. Yeah. It's not. What is the feel? Is it empath- empathetic or sympathetic? One of them. One? I don't. I don't know which one I am. But I'm saying I don't actually go through racism mm-hmm. like that deep. Yeah. yeah okay. So, so knowing that how people, people have treated that, I could potentially or it could have been me. That is what scares me and hurts me yeah. like the most. Because I, if I'm being honest, I don't get racial abuse. And no offense, I'm from East. If I get racial abuse, I'm calling you a white trash as well. Like I'm going back and forth with you. I don't take it as that. But I'm just saying, like I feel like there's so many people who actually get discriminated and they yeah. actually go through racial abuse. Mm-hmm. And it's like I feel worse. Like I'm not going through it. Like yeah. it could be me that mm-hmm. actually does. How? What would I even do? Where would I even start? I think I'm the, I'm the same. I've never really experienced mm. racism like that. Was, I, I can only remember one time I was coming back from work from Liverpool Street and it was in the summer. It was blazing hot. I was at the train station and then, you know, they have like those little, those little like shelter places that you can go and sit down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to go sit down in there. Some white Irish man, he was like, 
Surely you're used to the sun right from that um, <laughs> by now. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny, Maxie. <laughs> Surely you're used to the sun by now. That's what he said. And I was like, bruv, move from me. It's too hot for this. I'm sorry. Like, I was just, nah. That's actually not even funny at all. That's the only thing that I can actually, obviously, yeah. overtly that I've experienced. I, um, I went through it when I was younger, like in school. Because mm. I was the only black girl yeah. in secondary school and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> but it's so weird. I still... F- I know people always say it's so random for me to say this, but sometimes I feel like some some of the things that they do that is racist is not to be racist, but they've been taught that racism racism is offensive, so they use it as a part of as a way to fight. Mm-hmm. So in a sense of yeah, you're black, so they'll use it as a way to insult you. you know, so like calling person, someone fat. Yeah, you know, I've used that mm-hmm, example. Mm-hmm. Like you know, when you see someone is fat, they just go, "Oh, you fat this or whatever." So because they now deem my color. To be offensive, they now use it as a way of insulting me. And that's what I have an issue with. Why is my skin, why should you highlighting the complexion of my skin be offensive? Why should it be? And that's where I have the problem. Why is my color offensive? Do you know what I mean? Because mm. if I'm gonna offend, if I'm gonna insult a white person, I'm not thinking of their color. Mm-hmm. But if you want to offend me, the first thing you choose is my color. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's that's the issues I used to have in school. Like, why is my color such a big issue? And it, and when you talk about color and stuff like that, it's not just between blacks and whites. It's also between blacks themselves. That's colorism. Well. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what more I feel like I've gone through. Even though it's, they do say, yeah, racism, being called black this, black that by white people. But I also feel like it's just you trying to point out that I'm black to insult me. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like racism... It can never be watered down, but do you think a lot of like the youth of today are quite ignorant because their reasoning behind it is different now? Their reasoning behind it, like you said, is just let me say the first offensive thing, which mm-hmm. is their skin color. Whereas back in the day, it's like you're beneath me because mm-hmm. you are black. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's been like the the way we take racism, how we still had the same mm-hmm. vim as like our ancestors? Mm-hmm. Do you think that vim is not justified? I think we need to go back to having that vim. I think I think we do have yeah. the vim. Yeah, I, I think, think we too. have the but vim. But I think now we have the vim and it's like now we're being extra. Do you get what I mean? Because it's like they're not saying it. Mm. Like I'm not racist. Yeah. Do you I, get what I mean? Yeah, I think now, um, you know, where people just like, oh, every little thing, like black people, we need to know how to choose our battles. Because it seems like we're complaining a lot about <laughs> everything. But <laughs> we are, do you know though. what? I can't even lie to you. I actually love our generation. Like, we're not standing for BS. Yeah, we're yeah. not. You see those little, those underlying little racial even comments if or whatever? It's like, like, you just kind of, you, 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 you clocked it. Did you, but change, just... did you change your hair? Yes, I did. So yeah, does Kylie. Yeah. yeah. Every day. Or, oh, okay, that food. Yes. Well, what's that from then? I told oh, you okay. when they said, okay, yes. fair enough, it was a lot, but they said that my, my moe moe smell like cat food. <laughs> but it probably no, but does, though. Why no, do we have to take offense to it? How about if it does smell like cat food? No, but my thing is just say that if you think English people don't bring smelly food, they do. I can't lie, no offense here, but <laughs> when my sons come back from school and stuff, I say, you smell like Umbos. Like they have their own Yeah, they have a They do have a They have their own They're smell, pink I, and sweaty. They what? have they're, their... <laughs> they're pink, like they get really red and sweaty. Their skin is not the same as ours. So what's that got to do what's with that smell? Got to do with smell? So that's how they their sweat comes out. Sm- smell is from sweat, no? No, <laughs> no they have a. I'm not have saying a... they have an odor. I'm saying they like when they sweat worse than us. So but, their smell comes out more. But what, black there's people a... have more beard than white people, no? 
Um, I, I think so. so because of the creams, you know, BO's like it's bacteria, it's dirt, it's whatever. Mm. And because we use a more cream, they don't really use moisturizing cream like that. So mm. we're probably, probably bound yeah. to get it a bit more than white people. But um, just, for, for me, when it comes to the color thing, like my issue is just that I'm a human being just like you. My color shouldn't be what you used to insult me. Insult me over something else. Tell me I'm not smart or tell me, you know, I got shit cut. Tell me something else. Don't use like my the color of my skin. Plain devil's advocate, but don't you think black people are racist to Asians? No, black people are racist as well. Yeah, I know certain people that well. say they don't like white people. But mm-hmm. at the same time, the way the way they deal with it is very different. Yeah, I I don't agree with that um with the statement that black people can't be racist. Yeah. I know, so, I know racists. 100%. Yeah. Like we can, in like on an individual level. Yeah, 100%. Maybe not on an institutional level. Yeah. There's not enough mm-hmm. of us, we're the minority, but on individual level, 100%. Some people won't employ white people in the place of work because they just don't want black white people there. Yeah, I, yes. I think the motive is if you're, if you but is that being against white or pro black? No, no. Some people depends on the motive. That's yeah, why I said some if people you're doing are it like, because you're pro black and yeah. black people don't get opportunities, etc. That's mm-hmm. different. Your mm-hmm. motive is different. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing it just because you don't like you don't like white intent. people, you don't want white people here, then that's very different. So, but yeah, black people can definitely be racist. Do too. you think we always have this debate? But do you not think racism is taught? You're not born racist. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Everything's taught. So there's, there's a, a topic that we, me and you spoke about that I really want us to talk about, though. Mm-hmm. About the kind of people you bring around your kids. <laughs> okay, maybe not. Why not? It's well, a bit... I'll tell you. Oh. Why can't we generalise it? <laughs> we can't generalise so it. So I would... Okay, do you know what? I'll ask, because this is a learning platform as well. Yeah. Um. So I was having a conversation with someone... And they basically said to me, they asked me if I had um, a bisexual or gay friend, Mm -hmm. would I let my children look after, would I let them look after my children? Yeah, if my, yeah, but my friend would have to understand that. You see, we're going to have a conversation before you. (laughs) My sister's like, yeah, we're going to have a conversation. Because I don't discriminate against against your lifestyle, that's cool. But I do not want you to influence my son in in the kind of life. So that's live. what I said. So yeah, we can have a conversation. And then this, real friends. He, he a was a come. He, the person's comeback was basically that, as a Christian, do you not believe in the spirituality of homosexuality? Uh, it's loud. Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> it, it is. It is. Just loud. Where Maxie thinking? She looks. Yeah, I'm. Direct me. So he so they were basically like, so that alone, I'm not saying their lives, I'm not saying they'll put your child in danger. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying anything. But I believe that you don't know what your child could be exposed to. Yeah, but that's the can you can we say that homosexual, homosexual shouldn't be allowed in church then? Because my children go to church every Sunday. If there's a homosexual there yeah, that but isn't practicing, that's not a practice in <laughs> Sorry, that isn't that isn't practicing because that's no, but that's different. How? Because they're in they're in an babysitting and looking after a child is very close pro, so 
proximity. Yeah, but yeah. there's there's a so, children's department. No, no, no. But that's what I'm saying. In but there's still loads of other kids, mm-hmm. right? If you're looking after if my they're child, looking after your child, it's you and my child. But if it's a spiritual thing, then it doesn't matter. Matter. No, mm, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I, so what my opinion was of this is that for me, initially I was like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, you can look after my child. But when I started to think about it, what example did I use again that had nothing to do... So I think I used an example that had nothing to do with your sexuality. So if I had certain... Okay, like, for example, when I look after Bella, my natural instinct or how I talk to children is I talk to them with praise and I always try to empower them. So if I'm saying to you, oh... You know what? If you keep doing this, you're going to be intelligent. You're going to be this. Subconsciously, I'm impacting my personal beliefs of how you should raise children mm-hmm. on Bella, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I find it hard to believe that the next person wouldn't do that. Um, I think it's different. If you don't have children, then I think... Um, I don't know. That's that's a bit of a difficult... No, because... okay, so It's a bit of a difficult one because, as I said, if we're talking about the spiritualness of it... Mm-hmm. Then I it could d- be anywhere. Then, then yeah, one. Yeah, that's then, what I then said. Then one. Yeah. There's people that haven't even come out yet. Yeah, that so, are probably your so friends. So my issue wasn't that... my issue wasn't the spiritual side of things, mm-hmm. right? My issue was just around the case of you subconscious you subconsciously influence people around you, especially yeah. the younger ones, yeah. because mm-hmm. there's this inner thing in you that makes you feel like you're older. You should teach them a few things already that you mm-hmm. know. You just mm-hmm. always feel impelled to do so. So I just feel. Someone who is maybe lesbian, gay, whatever, whatever the sexuality mm-hmm. is, when you're around your the child you're looking after and something comes on, you could potentially just say something and you're not even trying to enforce that your your beliefs on them, but you're trying to educate them, which could then lead to curiosity. Do you get what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's I, tricky. I, no, I, I definitely get what you mean. Because one of one of the issues I have is I have nothing against people being gay, lesbians. I've got people in my family who are, you know, lesbians and all of that. So I don't have a problem with it. What I have a problem is, is that because I'm not part of that world, I don't have, you don't have to enforce it on me. Mm -hmm. The same way I don't have to enforce my beliefs on you. Mm -hmm. You just have to respect what it is. I have chosen to be straight and I have chosen that all the people around me that I have, that I'm responsible for, I'm going to be raising them to be straight. Do you understand? And, you can't tell me that now in school, you can't call parents mom and dad. They're saying it now that you shouldn't do the whole mom and dad So thing what should anymore. they call me? I don't even know what they want anymore. And that's the issue I have. Like you're changing all of these things to benefit one side and you're forgetting about the other side. Mm. Because at the end of the day, if you're a male, you are a mother, a father. And if you're a female, you're a mother. What's wrong? Why, why do we have to change that? Yeah, so, it's, it's a tricky one. <laughs> my school, I mean, my daughters, my children's school know me and my husband. Yeah, they, they know how I am. They don't as play well. with me. Don't play with <laughs> Listen. me. Listen. No, because I'm the type, I tell my children if someone hits you, hit them back. That's that's me. When mm. they go to school and they hit someone back, oh, yeah, um, Ezra hit. I was like, yeah. Because why what, you, no, because why what you you're not, by that sort of no, because what you're not going to try and teach my child is the victim mentality. Because every there was one time, every time this person kept hitting my child, and my child weren't doing nothing. And then I'm just like, you're not gonna, um, victim, yeah, victimized. I don't like that victim mentality where um, someone hits you and then you just can't you take it. 
And then you just tell the teacher. And the teacher, for me, I wouldn't even mind if my if my son didn't hit them back and told the teacher and it was dealt with mm. properly. Just saying, that's I'll, always the issue. I'll just say sorry. That's not enough. I'm mm. sorry. It's not enough. So self-defense is when someone hits you, you hit, hit them, them back. back. And that's what I teach my children go self-defense. <laughs> that's what we teach them. If somebody never take the first hit, if somebody hits you, you are allowed to hit them back and we will back you all the way. Listen, Boom! They don't. They don't mess with me. And, See, and with Olive. with Roman and Jesse, especially because it always for me it starts in the nursery. Because mm. the nursery, there's the rules are very. That's how one time, one 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 mother must have came. She was Nigerian. She came to pick up her son, and saw her son was in a dress. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we both looked at Maxi like, are you all right, yeah? <laughs> And they were like, oh, I would actually go mad. It was fancy dress time. And he had decided to choose a dress. And they can let them choose whatever they want. he can choose whatever he wants. Okay, yeah. So she was really angry. And she was more of like the Nigerian auntie. So she couldn't really voice her, her opinions or try and correct them properly. So me... I just went to them and said, excuse me, as you can see, I have two boys here. Um, I will not be accepting any kind of female clothing on my children. If my son tells you he wants to wear a girl's dress, he doesn't know what he's talking about. The same way, if he chooses okay. to put his hands in hot water, you take it out and tell him it's too hot. So you tell him it's not for him. Do you know Simple. what? I wouldn't I wouldn't actually be no. upset if no. I came to school and Ezra was in a dress. What is it? I'll, I'll be honest. He At home, he puts on Tia's skirts and stuff and he just plays about... I don't think that's harmful, personally. No. I think I think children don't know, as you said, they don't know what they're doing. So for them, Sorry, they're Maxie, literally just in doing your fancy. House, that's different. Mm. The reason why I say it's different is because there's a there's there is a structure. There is something in in at home. There's mm-hmm. certain things in place, mm-hmm. so it's safe for him to do that. In a place like school, like school and nursery, I feel like especially especially nursery, I feel like it's the worst place for them to have too much freedom, because these teachers have these funny conversations with these kids, right? Mm-hmm. And kids, like I said, they're so innocent; they don't know anything. That's how one time Roman was like, he doesn't want to come home. Mm-hmm. He was so upset at school. He had gone in, like, he wasn't listening. He needed to cool down. And I think they must have said, like, oh, do you want mommy? And he was like, no, I don't want mommy. I don't want to go home. But he doesn't want to go home because if I find out he had to do cooling down, he's in trouble. Mm-hmm. Not because there's anything. Yeah. And then they started asking him, what's wrong at home? What do you, uh, do you know what I'm saying? And I just feel like, these schools, they're doing their job because there is some children who are going through some stuff at mm-hmm. school, but they you can't use the same canvas to cover every child. Um, I feel the first time you can because they don't know you. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like on, on the first basis, then I feel like you can use um, one kind, one rule fits all kind of thing. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm putting on a dress at nursery and I came to pick my son up. I genuinely wouldn't even be bothered okay. because because our structure at home is so I'm I'm confident in it and it's solid. I'll just know he's put it on for fun and that's literally it. Okay. Yeah. Well, how do you feel? <clears throat> I don't I don't know because I have a fun, like, I have a girl. She wears boys clothes. I really don't yeah. care. Yeah. So it's different. Um, yeah. And like, my daughter likes makeup and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. But I feel like it is because of what she sees. 
Like, yeah. She sees me do makeup, mm-hmm. so she's now taking an interest into it. But do you not kind of like teach her? Because Roman and Jesse see me wear makeup all the time and they know it's for girls because I've told them now. Like, oh, yeah, but me. that's what I'm yeah. saying. I don't have to do make that mm. conscious thing. She can see me and just copy me and I don't care because she's a girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but for me, I do feel like it, it's it's very hard because no, there's no right or wrong way to raise your child. I do want to raise my child to make choices of her own. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like the Christian way also plays yeah. a part into You're it. You're there to guide them at the end I'm of the a, day. Yeah, I'm there to guide them. But again, if my child was like, if I had a boy and he was wearing girls' clothes, I'm personally not comfortable with it. Yeah. I wouldn't, and I wouldn't want them to force it on him. Mm-hmm. Or I wouldn't say, I don't want to call them enablers, but mm-hmm. if my son said, oh, I want to wear that dress, mm-hmm. I, I, would, I, I would be fine if they called me and they said, oh, Ask it's me. just fancy dress. Like he wants to wear a dress. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, yeah, that's fine. He's it's, If it's fancy dress yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But again, they're only human beings, teachers. And I feel like we need to give them a little bit more credit because they're dealing with other human beings. We're not in a sense that we're dealing with like numbers mm-hmm. or computers or mm-hmm. like they're dealing with li- like vulnerable people. So there's, like you said, there's no, how can they really deal with each and every mm-hmm. individual child and family? <clears throat> it's really, really hard. So I, I don't blame them. Yeah. And they'll always do things that the probing questions, what's going on at home? Is everything okay at home? And all of that stuff. But at the same time, it's, the child's place of freedom as well mm. so it, it's a tricky one i don't i don't know I, I do understand that like obviously teachers are dealing with a number of other kids and everything but when we if we remember when we were in school like there wasn't all these new rules that they're bringing up now my issue is the changes that they're making the changes that they're making it's to <laughs> it's, it's to it's more to suit you know, it's, it's a reaction of what of how the world is changing. Mm, That's what it is. I, I don't but then think the thing is, we need are. to we need to understand. If, yeah, if the change is not benefiting us, yeah. we will complain. Because no, if there were changes no, no, made, this, no, because if there were changes made for black people, we would be a lot more forthcoming. But and they and gay people went through a lot as well. Uh, okay, you can when you play so like that, that, yeah. that, that freedom or that choice that they they're given is like liberating for them. But so it's a I can't of choice. For them, not for everybody. Like you just said, yeah. If these changes were made, just when if things were made to but like, there's, suit black people, mm-hmm. we wouldn't complain. But are they saying you but, don't call your mum mum? No, they can't say okay, that. I'll give you an example. Some schools now they're doing toilets that are unisex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is not benefiting just gays or sexual or the people that mm-hmm. like we've discussed. It is affecting everybody mm-hmm. so even those that don't agree with it have to conform with it mm-hmm. which is what my issue is okay i feel like if you want i i totally respect if you if you want to make three toilets then make unisex boys and girls mm-hmm. that is covering for everybody mm. not changing rules that are just gonna in terms of the toilet yeah. one i agree with do you, that do you but know what I, mean? I do feel like like gay people not like it's the same as racism it's not but i do feel like they also went through their own and still going through their fighting for their rights and mm-hmm. their beliefs and their mm-hmm. hu- their humanity as well. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if there are rules or there are things being changed in terms of, for example, they they have the choice and I'll pick their gender in terms of she, her, and mm-hmm. they and all of that stuff. Let them do yeah, it. It don't affect me. For the, for the exactly that's what I'm saying. If it doesn't affect us, 
And when I say us, it doesn't mean they're 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 not part of mm-hmm, the mm-hmm, human. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't affect those who are not in the same sort of sexuality, that is fine. But my issue is when you're using everybody has to now come into one. Do you know it's a bit similar to um it's a bit similar to like in schools they're now teaching um black history. What do you call it black history mm-hmm. and some white people are complaining like why do we have to learn? It's a bit similar yeah. because but they now, don't have to learn. Yeah. Well, they do because it's being taught to the whole class. Yeah. So they have to sit in it as well. And a lot of white people are complaining about, okay, why don't they teach white history month or whatever it is that, that they're doing? So I feel like... I feel like that's... I feel like that is... Maybe I'm being naive or because I'm black, but I think that's pathetic. Not you. No, it is. I think that's pathetic. And the reason why is because we only have one month we're teaching black history. 100%. You have, like... We learn about the English history every single mm-hmm. week. In every school. day. Yeah. So it's not like it's just one month where we highlight black history because let's not lie, black history is still know, part of I know the whole slave thing in no, terms no, 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 I'm I'm saying yeah. I'm going back, I'm saying I know the whole slave thing in terms of we were brought to this country and stuff like that. And I'm just playing devil's advocate mm-hmm. here. But really and truly, this ain't our country. Yeah, they can I teach agree. whatever history they want. I, 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 I think they want to um teach me English history because I'm agree, in England. I agree. I agree with that to an extent. But if you're gonna do that, then don't teach us any other 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 country or any other countries um any other world um no any other country's history. Don't teach us that. Do, do they? Yes, they do. <clears throat> oh, I don't remember yeah. learning. Anything you learn about school. other. You don't just learn about English history. American. So, I, yeah, I, yeah, but it's only the ones that impacted Britain though, that I learned because America, England, yeah, I never knew about like English. I don't know who, how the states are made up, yeah. But like I said, we only have one month, do you understand? And after that, and it's just it, and, and it doesn't impact, it doesn't even impact on your whole entire life. The I way just, for me going sharing a toilet, I think that's a bit mad. Oh, sorry. Do, do you like that? Slavery is taught to like children. I I personally think if we're going to teach Black history, yeah, we can touch upon slavery because that is part of, a part of us. But can we celebrate some yes. of the like? Let's talk about the good. Yes, like the people that really like have inventors. Made an, 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 yeah. yeah, like the real. Let's celebrate Black history. But as now. a as a Black person, you guys are very like so, you're in the minority <laughs> to say that. No, because but, a lot of Black yeah. people want them. Want slavery to be taught. Know where we come from. No, know this. Right. What, 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 my is, what, what, my, what my issue is, is that we always like to dwell on the negative. We're Why back. can't we? Just... I think Kanye... <laughs> I know you guys let's... don't like Kanye, but I think Kanye even said, let's teach about yeah. it. Let's celebrate. Yeah, yeah like, like, I want to hear because about I remember the in secondary school, I watched Kunta Kinte. That was my Black History Month. <laughs> they made us watch that whole nine-hour movie, bro. Every... <laughs> Yeah. Are you guys? Do you, do you guys not watch it? No, I didn't. Remember, Sorry. I went to. <laughs> <laughs> I Come on! It. No, oh, Ray made us watch but, it. But a couple of weeks, my son came home and he was learning about um, Rosa Parks. Okay, how she didn't get off the bus. Yeah, and like when he was. Wait, hold on. Sorry, babe. Why did you do your face like that? That is her story. Okay, right? She didn't get off the bus. Yeah, she didn't get she off the front. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know this girl. <laughs> And it, hearing him talk about racism, it hit me in a kind of in a different way because mm-hmm. I, don't, I feel like we're I, keeping racism alive. I don't know as a parent 
should I have taught him this already? Mm. Like, I, I don't know because I, I feel, I felt a bit uncomfortable. You know how we say um, innocence is bliss? I feel like we kind of have to let them enjoy that until they, like, I, I don't know. But for, for me, I just said to myself, I'm just going to let them explore. And when I start needing to guide them, I will. Right now, I don't feel like I need to teach him about racism and stuff like that. Yeah, because it was only until, how old was Tia? Maybe when she was like five and she was doing like a, like they did like a little poster thing about races Mm -hmm. that she clocked that Mm. she was brown. Mm. Yeah, she didn't, she just, you know what I mean? highlighted, yeah. No, she didn't look at herself and look at something and think she was different. Because then she came and she's like, oh, I'm brown and I was just like, okay. Like, okay. But do you feel like we're keeping racism alive too much? Racism is alive. No, but in terms of the history of it. I don't think we do it as much in the UK as America. Mm. Definitely don't think we do. But I feel like there's always, there's always going to be historic. I feel like in 50 years time, they're going to be talking about George Floyd. Like there's always going to be historic racial like yeah but in terms of them highlighting that your daughter's brown Mm. is there ever going to be a point like do you want them to differentiate the colors it's gonna it's bound to happen Mm -hmm. like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. she gets a certain age it's bound to happen but i don't know i took it really weirdly when she came back and she started talking about it and then when ezra was talking about rosa parts and you know how black people were being mistreated i was just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. Do we teach? Should we teach our children about racism? I will. Um, as as the boys get older, I will teach them about you know what it's like to be a black. What I can teach them because I'm not a black guy, but just teach them the little I can about being a black boy. How to conduct yeah, themselves when they're you know. out, and but I'm hoping that I I put them in vicinities where. They are learning how to conduct themselves already. And I, I can't control the friends they keep, but I will like to kind of guide them a little bit. And if they don't want to listen, I can't force them. But I feel like that's like placements of like what kind of school parties they go to, what friends I allow over and all of that kind of stuff. But I, one thing I know I'm going to struggle is to learn to know when it's time for me to let go and kind of like take a, a step back and let them just <coughs> go through their own journey. Because you have to choose between them being naive kids or being woke. And sometimes when a child, for me personally, when young kids are too woke, I find it very distasteful. Yeah, I just don't think. Do you know I, what I mean? I, I feel like it's too much of a burden for them to Yeah, when they're to too carry, mature, they, they talk, know like, too much like a about. Child to be a I child. definitely agree with you in terms of like life, like, like the TikToks and mm. all the, the things. But in terms of racism, I feel like... I, they need to be woke from early, and the reason why is there's two different types. There's I yeah, don't want them to woke. Yeah, I don't mm. want them to be naive to the point that if they do get racially abused, they just look past it. No, definitely not. Like or or that, for example, if they are out with their friends and, their and friends they get are white, up, yeah, and they know and their friends are white and the police come over and stop there, they need to know that, that is, you can't act how your friend is acting. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Those are the yeah, so, how to conduct yourself yeah. as a black boy. So I feel black... like they need to know that there is a stigma against black people mm-hmm. yeah. no matter 100%. what. Like, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. from that's even what from age? young. I, from primary I school. I might teach my I'm, I don't I don't know yet, but I'm gonna I always wanted to let my kids know like listen, this is not your country, so you just have to respect 
the rules that are here. Mm-hmm. 100%. If you can't respect the rules that are here, I would never. I would never tell them that this they say they can't. Technically, it's not. The reason why. The reason here, why is because you're never accountable for how other people raise their children, and I feel like if they say to your child every day, "Go back to your country. This mm-hmm. ain't your country." That's that's too much. Like no. Nah. No, but they have I'm every right to be child, Yeah, but they have every child, right to be here. You're an African boy. You're an African boy first. You're not from Nigeria you, first. Um, you're, I didn't say you're from Nigeria. You said you're African first. First, yes. yeah. But, because God forbid anything, if what's her name, Pretty, whatever she calls herself, Pretty Patel, decides that she wants everybody that is of the black descent to go back to their home, it's Nigeria my child has to go to. That's the truth of the matter. But what I will teach my child is that, look, you are a black man. And unfortunately, there are stigmas that are being placed way before your time that you have to unfortunately abide that to. you have no control. Yeah. So if your child says to you, I'm an African boy first, mm-hmm. why are we here? I'll say to him because my my mum decided life was better for us here. I'm going to be honest with him. It's so why truth. can't we go back to Africa? If, 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 I, can, if I feel like, I, I'll, I'll explain to them, like, look, I've, I've been brought up here and I'm comfortable here now. Mm-hmm. But if I really wanted to, I can. And there's loads of people that we know that have decided to go back to Nigeria. Friends yeah, that we have. That, yeah, that's at our age. But I'm, yeah. I would never tell my child she no. don't belong here. No, I would never tell my child they don't belong here. But I'll let them know that, you know, the reality is even we say if something happened tomorrow and we had to go, we we know we have where we're going. If, if what where do you say, if someone asks Bella, what country are you from? Nigerian Exactly Yeah but I'm saying But I'm from Ultimately she's saying I'm from Yeah but I'm saying I will let her also know That she Has much rights To be here As anyone else But that's what I'm saying In terms of kids saying Go back to your country Go back to your country You can't say that to my child Because she's Nigerian Like you can't say that to her yeah, There's so, no yeah, way that yeah, that is okay, that yeah. is a form of bullying for yeah, me. Yeah, you can't 100%. say that. Even whether I've told her she's Nigerian or not, she's a British. Yeah, citizen. I don't want my son to accept someone. Okay, because you're saying you're saying I'm an African boy yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, but what what we discuss doesn't give anybody else space to now come and use. That's it what I'm saying. You. That's what I'm more. Yeah. I'm. They can acknowledge that she's gonna understand Yoruba. Yeah. She's gonna know all of that. Yeah. I don't need to instill that she's Nigerian first in her. I need to. Instill you would have subconsciously though. No, but I'm saying that's our life that's yeah, our household exactly. but i'm saying i don't need to i'm not gonna that's not my yeah i don't need okay, to say okay. it to her my number one thing to her is you have as much right you are black you have as much right to be here as anybody any other color that is that's me personally yeah yeah, 100 percent. but as having a girl i feel like girls are a lot easier than boys when it comes to the race the whole like crime all of those kind of stuff i've always said that i am so scared it's it definitely scarier raising raising a boy. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that's why um, you know, people be like, Oh, you wanna put them in all the you're sheltering them and all of that stuff. And I always sometimes well, I'd rather have a naive child than a child that's on the streets or involved in crime or involved in all of these stuff, always being, you know, forced to go into all of these gangs. I'd rather a naive child. If I have to choose between the two, I'd rather have a child who is wrapped around cotton wool, that is not exposed to those things, that doesn't have access to those things. I'd rather it. But the problem is where there's social media and there's the internet and everything, it's easy for them to be intrigued by things they don't have access to or they know is like it's like the forbidden fruit. Once you know you can't do something, you have this interest in it even more. So it's like, how do you find a balance? Even if you do wrap your sons in cotton wool, because they are black men, I feel like black men experience, maybe this is a wild statement, but in the UK anyway, black men experience more racism than black women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're going to experience it at some point. Maybe. If if it's at work, 
if it's, you know, at some point they're going to experience it. So I feel like we need to teach them, as you said, mm-hmm. just to conduct, how to, how conduct, to conduct themselves, themselves yeah. when they're outside. That's, yeah. that's really the best that we can do. I'd, because you, you know, you know, yeah, you hear, you say you hear ten cases, eight, seven cases. Let's say you know the person was in a certain situation, but still, people who had the upper power took advantage of it, mm. right? But the, those three cases that you hear that they were doing nothing, and they was those are the ones that really, really get to me. And that there's nothing that tells me that my child can't be one of those three. Yeah. Well, that's there is, unfortunately, there's naive or not, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. And that's like, the scary that's part. That's the scary part. Like, if there was a a rule or something like, you know, everyone's like, oh, I'm moving my kids to Kent, da 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 da. But now, when you go to Kent, there's all these fights. There's all these stuff that's going on just as much as it goes on in London. Mm. So it's like, how do you even get it right now? Can I ask you guys a question? Are you going to teach? Or you don't have a daughter yet, but when are you going to teach Bella to be a strong black woman? I'll let you answer that one first because I know the answer. <laughs> it, re- it really depends. Thank you. No, no. Because the Nigerian in me is that you're a baby girl. Mm. You deserve to be spoiled. However, I will never hide my own personal life experiences from Bella. What is a strong black? And now, said, no, now you just said about the soft life. Can you be, can you experience soft life or have a soft life and still be? That's a, what I was about to say. Yeah. So I can talk about my, I would never ever hide my life experiences from Bella when she gets to a certain age. So I will always let her know that I've had my own, that I've always had myself to fall back on no matter what. Mm-hmm. And soft life is a lot, like it's an addition to the lifestyle you're giving mm-hmm. yourself. So for me, be a liability if you can. If she finds billionaire, change our lives, mm. baby girl. <laughs> but on like, I will never allow her to not. I will never ever encourage her to not be independent, to not have her own, to not work or to not do anything. But I, I want to be the one to spoil my daughter anyway. Yeah, I want her to never have to ask mm-hmm. for anything or never want for anything myself. And that's why I'm working so hard. Do you know? I feel like my interpretation of a strong black woman or what I'm going to teach Tia is that. As you said, mm-hmm. you are you have just as much rights as the person next to you. Mm-hmm. Whether it's soft life, whether you have a job, whether you don't, you have just as much rights mm-hmm. as the person next to you. Stand up for whatever you believe. Stand like, do you know what I mean? Like, be strong in your mind. It doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily have to mean that you you're taking the whole world on your shoulders. You're working ten jobs. You're doing this. You're doing that. I I, I was gonna say I think that's demonic, but. <laughs> I don't know. I, I do not encourage that kind of lifestyle mm-hmm. for my daughter and he she will not have that kind of lifestyle in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I feel like it's just stand up for yourself. To me, that is being a strong black woman because um, I feel like society or sometimes when you're at work, they make you feel like, oh, I don't want, let me not complain. Let mm-hmm. me not say, no, stand up. For yourself stand up to be treated just as fairly like the person next to you mm-hmm. that's what i'm going to teach to you yeah mm. so can i say something mm. imagine if your daughter is a bit loose what like a skit <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i feel like god forbid in terms of in terms of teaching her to be a, a strong black woman i am one thousand percent teaching her about Men, mm-hmm. like in terms of that, does not define you because a lot, especially for me, um, 
as like a single parent and coming from a single parent household, a lot of my issues, not saying I'm a skit or anything, but a lot of my issues with guys has been looking for that that validation. Like I want a man in my life and I want to be loved by a man sort of thing. So it makes me, it made me, sorry, like look for love in all the wrong places. Mm. And I feel like... By God's grace, I do fall in love and I have a father mm-hmm. figure for Bella. But if if I didn't, um, I don't want her to ever be in that position that she feels like she has to f- fill in that void mm. of a father figure. So that's something I would also highlight to her. Do you feel like you need a man? Yes. I do, 100%. I need a man. I need a man. <laughs> I say every damn day. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I it's definitely like, need a man. Having Olu in, like, next to me and in my life, I need... I need him. Do you know what? I never, I never <laughs> I knew want how much I, I need needed. Him. I never knew 100%. how much I needed one I'm not until one of the last year. That will be like, I don't need a man. Mm-hmm. I can. Yes, I'm independent. Yes, I can pay my bills if I want to. But, but listen, baby, <laughs> baby, <laughs> I need my husband. I need him. I want him, and I need him. Mm. I never period. knew how much I needed a man until like the last year. In terms of like even the person I'm like with. It's the little things that makes me know, okay, this is you leading where, what we are at the moment. Yeah. And you never knew how much you needed it. Like, even when I talk sometimes, I'm, I, I talk like an ignorant person. Like, I yeah. don't care yeah. about anyone. And I needed him to humble me. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? So, ugh, I need a man. No. Even if he's not the one, I need a man. <laughs> <laughs> I need a man. Yeah. I just, um, I'm not for all of that. I can do everything myself and all of that stuff because there's definitely some things I cannot do for myself. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not. No, no, do you know not just that, but what's the that? (laughs) Y'all bitches now. What's the that? She said not just that. um, Just like just how he is as a person Mm. and the the gaps that he fills in for me Mm -hmm. and the gaps that I fill in for him. It just like I just I can't I, I can't lie. I'm but I've I've realized I feel like God forbid if my marriage was to end, I'm jumping back into another relationship. I'm not for the streets. I'm not for the streets. The streets don't want you, boo. Good. I don't want the streets. I'm not for the streets. I'm a relationship type of woman. I'm I'm wifey material and that's just it. Point blank period. That's just it. I'm wifey. Do you think you're wifey material? <laughs> Anyways, we're not doing that again. <laughs> when I said do you think you'll be a good girlfriend? <laughs> Don't worry, Grace. I've been so quiet. Do you know what? When I think back at it, I was just like, rude. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It was probably like, do you think you'd be a good girlfriend? She was like, yeah. And I was like, but yeah, you've never been a girlfriend. (laughs) You know, know, I'm definitely, I don't mean you. Yeah, we had had this conversation. I don't know how to be um, anything other than, than a wife. Yeah. That's all I know how to do. And I feel like it, It's a good and a bad thing yeah. Because if I feel like You do person. too much Yeah, yeah. So I, you, once, you, you don't know me. how to Do the girlfriend uh, yeah, thing yeah, about, It's a yeah. like hundred or nothing so for what, me. Yeah. What, what I've didn't, What I've now um, Learned Is that It's not everything I like I should entertain Just because I like it does Is not enough For me to actually entertain it mm-hmm. <laughs> It's great isn't it? Like There's some people I uh, I don't know what happens. I just start liking them and stuff. <laughs> this guy. Don't know what happens. Have I said? Have I? You don't need to say. But wait, can I, I don't understand. Talking? They've been talking. I've been quiet because I know anything I say, this babe over here is gonna 
you know. But on a serious note, I just feel like um, I am I'm I'm for wife. If you can't, if you know you're not looking for something serious, or you're not trying to actually genuinely get to know me or whatever, I am going to be too much for you to handle, mm-hmm. literally. So yeah. it doesn't even mean like all of that. You know, don't do too much when you start dating. I've just started following my spirit. If my spirit wants to do it, I'm doing it. I'm not following no rules. Obviously, I'm not going to do too, too much. Mm-hmm. And I have to be comfortable doing it. And if I'm not comfortable, that in itself tells you that you're not meant to. But mm-hmm. for me, I just know I'm meant to be someone's lady. That's it. I can't be your period, your uh, little fun time. Because if I try to be a fun time, I'm expecting some husband or man behavior. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? It starts to become an issue. There's some girls that can do it. They can talk to Harry, John, Lewis. See, if I'm talking to Harry, I'm accidentally going to call Lewis Harry anyway. So it's better for me to <laughs> stay and talk to Harry. Yeah. So, no, nah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not just for, a, I'm if, a. If a guy thinks he can do fun time with me, do you know what will happen? He'll fall in love with me. No, yeah. what? Listen, I'm not. Baby. I'm not even blowing my own trumpet. You think you're playing, yeah? Don't worry. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not, and the thing is, when you get to know me, I'm not the type of girl that you want to play around with. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you'd realize that I'm not like this isn't the girl that I want to really be mm-hmm. playing yeah. mm-hmm. like that. You know, someone said to me that because they obviously watched the pod, they thought they knew me, and then once they started to get to know me, they just realized that yeah, let me just relax. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let me just like, and and I'm happy, and I feel um, if I did have a daughter, what I would teach her. Is I don't want her to be like me. Funny enough, mm-hmm. I want her to be very different for me. So I and I and I, and I notice I'm changing as well now. So like, yes, I need my man to have it all and all of that, and I want him to do everything. But now I want to have my own so much more. Not that I've never had. I've always been someone that's been mm-hmm, hardworking, mm-hmm. business or whatever. But I want my daughter to have her own so much that she chooses her man based on love. And providing, mm-hmm. not providing and love. I to would, love first. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> because I don't know who I was speaking to the other day. And like even this Chris Brown thing, right? Like girls trying to say, if she if that girl had her own and had her money sorted, she wouldn't be looking for her first quick fix. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like if us women No, have, that girl's just sick. No, but it's Forget. also the result is also money though. No, she's just mad. Do you get what I mean? Most of the time, the result, or like girls having kids with certain guys and all mm-hmm. of that, it's all resulting to money. I'm not saying, like, I still believe a man needs to provide and he needs to do majority of it. Don't worry about what I'm doing with my money because if you are to choose someone like me, you know that that money is going to lead us to something even better. But I just feel like us women should also have our own because when we do... We make better decisions. I've been saying that from the beginning. We make so like better decisions. Our decisions are so like there's no desperado because that's the truth. Some some of the things that we accept is due to being desperate or due to looking for something better or due to you know like oh times are hard right now. If I talk, even I sometimes when I think about some of the guys I've spoken to and where I was, especially during that COVID period where I lost my job and everything. I just realized that there was just a lot of rubbish I was just entertaining. Whereas now, some of these people have even tried to talk to me now and I'm like, oh, well, things have changed you. Like, re- <laughs> like we're back to reality. <laughs> so I just up. feel, yeah, I just feel like I will teach her to have her own. And when you are feeling tired, speak up. Never feel because you are a woman, vulnerability is a, is a disadvantage to you. 
your vulnerability will actually help you open doors and help you and also prevent you from going into doors that you shouldn't. Because now that I've become more vulnerable and willing to speak more about my feelings or put myself out there a lot more, I'm finding myself ending certain situations a lot sooner and entertaining situations, be it friends or jobs or whatever, a lot better. That's what I would teach her. Mm. Like, that's good. That's what I would teach her. My child. What was our topics today? <laughs> <laughs> We've only got how many minutes left, but this was this was good, you know. I enjoyed this. Yeah. Um, well, fake we could, friends. We were fake friends. And money management. Don't know how we're gonna do both in the next. No, we can we can talk lightly on money management. Yeah, I was gonna say in terms of you talk about leveling up and mm-hmm. having your own. Mm-hmm. How would you advise your daughter or your child in terms of saving? Okay, <clears> so um, with saving, I have a few hacks that I think have really worked for me. Um, in the last year and a half, like half year and a half, yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't matter anyway. So some of the hacks that I always say is: first of all, you need to have multiple bank accounts. And if you don't want to have, if you're someone that's like, oh, I can't go to Nationwide, I can't go to Barclays, I can't do this, then open several savings accounts with one bank. If you were to call up Barclays and said, okay, I'd like to open ten saving accounts, they will understand what you're doing because it's very common. So what you do is you have a holiday savings, you have food savings, you have leisure savings, you have every type of savings that you need for yourself. And as soon as you get paid, you save first, then pay your bills. That also really works for me. So I save all the money I need to save and then I pay all the bills. And then if there's no money, that is my damn problem. So mm. that really, really works. And then another thing I also do is because I'm a contactless girl, is there's these are uh, uh, like NatWest has this thing called Roundup. Oh yeah, so, I do that. So it every time up. you you pay whatever, say if what you paid for was like for something something pounds forty eight p, the fifty three p will go into your savings, mm. and you'll be so surprised how much of that goes. Yeah. Um, another <laughs> thing I've also noticed or taught myself is I don't watch what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. Like if that person has bought a new car, bought a house, bought that is their journey. I'm not about to pressure myself to join what they're doing because one, I am a single mother and I pay all my bills <laughs> by myself. And two, everybody's journey is very different. You don't know what problems they were going through three years ago, five years ago. So I don't watch other people. And last but not least have money for fun. I always say it because if you don't, if you don't save your money for having fun, you realize you'll find yourself taking money out of your savings to have fun. And you take out a lot more than you're meant to. So those are my um a little bit similar to Grace's. Um I I set up direct debits. I've got about maybe like five savings at the moment. And mine, as soon as I get paid, it goes straight in there. Mm-hmm. Whatever amount that I've chosen mm-hmm. to go into each one. So that works perfect. So so when I get paid, I don't count that money. Okay. Yeah. So that's how I've kind of looked at it. That's not that's not part of the money that I can spend. Mm-hmm. So that goes straight into my direct debit. So that works for me. Straight into my account, sorry. Um, secondly, as you said, I don't watch people. I was meant to buy a car this in, was it December? Yeah, me and you were talking yeah. about it. Yeah. And I said... Max, it's really, not, what are time. you buying it for? Mm-hmm. Because obviously I've got plans this year mm-hmm. and I'm just like, is this really going to add? Is this going to take? Like, you really had to just, I just had to sit myself down and be like, allow it in it. Like, <laughs> it's fine. Um, so that's, I've put that off. So make, make, um, 
sensible financial decisions. As you said, don't watch people. Mm. Um, and um, make sure that um, in terms of savings, and let's just talk about credit, investment, all of that stuff. <clears throat> I'm, I believe in investing yourself in terms of um, skills, and- skills um, learning new trades. Um, I'm even a, about to do like an investment masterclass next month. Mm-hmm. Um, so like stuff like that. Put, I, I, as you said, put aside money for things for your ventures or like new skills, have fun or whatever. And then that also generates like new income, income as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what else in terms of savings? I've set up accounts for my children. That goes, oh, oh, do you know what? I need to ask my sister. So you see my sister, yeah? I've got two sisters. One of my sisters, she is everything that she can, she's one of them people, everything she can get from the government, she'll get from them. <laughs> or everything that she can, any kind of, oh, this one, if you do this, you can yeah, get this, you can yeah. get that. So she was telling me about, I don't know if it's, um, if it's just a normal savings account. Or if it's one like one of them, like one on one that you want to buy a house for, mm-hmm. whatever. But if you put four grand in it, the government will give you one grand. Help to buy, I think it is. There's it's different, yeah. There's buy. different. There's different help to buy schemes, schemes or whatever. But she's telling me about one um, that I think she's enjoying that you can you can put money in there up to your thirty nine. Mm. So I'm definitely gonna open those accounts okay, up yeah, for my children. Yeah, <laughs> I'm it. definitely opening that up for my children so that by the time they're, they're ready, they're yeah. going to be sorted. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think just doing research mm-hmm. of different accounts mm-hmm. um, that you can, that your money can just be rec- accruing as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think what that's kind of it. I would say you guys basically say that everything, yeah. the same thing. But one thing that I did want to ask is, so how do you get out of the red into savings? Because I'm sure we've all had our yeah. broke days and our struggling days. How do you... All right, Maxie. <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> Listen, every time someone says that, I just take myself back to work. Because I'm just way. thinking, like, how do you <laughs> advise someone in terms of, like, bills pile up, debt piles up? How do they get themselves back into a comfortable place that they can save in excess as well. I am delivering proof. Because I'm, no, because I'm <laughs> literally talking from experience yeah. as well in terms of like, I'm like, I'm at a point where it's like my savings, even though I save, it's like it then gets used on mm-hmm, other things. So mm-hmm. it's like, not that I'm in red, but it's like I always stay on that zero. Yeah, 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 yeah. How do you advise someone to... So for me, it goes back to when I came out of university. Oh, okay. When I Way back. Was, yeah. When I went into university, which I think the banks should be shut down for, they give st- like yeah, you know the lo- credit cards. Yeah. Bro, you know they're that- at your university. Yeah. How did I open a credit card account when I didn't have a credit score? I didn't have any credit history. Uh, bro, how was I able to do that? Mm. I don't think they should be able to give eighteen but that's year olds credit starts eighteen. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I, but I didn't have credit to get credit. Yeah. So they were trying to help you. Yeah, at least get a phone. At least get a sim only. But yeah. they actually, because I remember in I University of Essex, they had like a whole bag of parents. Of, we weren't taught. Do you Money management. I don't blame my parents because no, they if, weren't taught either. Yeah, ex- no, I so know it's, that. It's but a, if you had to choose who was more responsible, it's your parents, not the banks. Yeah, Banks, fair, yeah. fair enough. Mm, fair mm, enough. Yeah, but you know, sometimes banks can be held responsible for giving you money that they know you can't pay back. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, they true. have to take some responsibility as well. But anyway, so I got a credit card, which was £500. Listen, and to me, and to be fair, I was working as well. I was one of them people that, 
always had a job. I always had money. Same. Always had a job. Always had money. I was like, they always say that I was one of the richest. But every day, Topshop, Audi, uh, was it? Is it Audi? Aldo. Aldo. Every day, me and my friends were in top, we're just spending, 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 spending. And then there was one summer where I didn't have, I think because my job was in where my uni was, whatever, but there wasn't one in London. So for that, that, that summer, I didn't have a job. <laughs> You're so dramatic. <laughs> Listen, the credit fines or whatever that they were piling. And I, I didn't know what it meant. Because, you know, obviously the, the letters come, whatever. You're just making that minimum payment like, every month. So yeah, this, this is new. just increased, increased. I was like, okay, it was now 500 to like a thousand pounds. So, and then my overdrafts, I was well into, when I got paid, it was my overdraft money. Yeah. And I, I still saw it as my money. I was just like, okay, yeah, got paid, whatever. So... That really like took a toll on me. So when I got married or whatever, I had I had Tia, and then I was just like, "This is actually ridiculous." So I was like, "It's too much now." Like when you when you get paid, you're not even touching zero; mm-hmm. you're in, still in the red. Mm-hmm. So I, ah, ah, I swear I took it off. Mm. But anyway, um, <laughs> so I I went to so I went to agency. I did agency work because then you can actually just work mm-hmm. to your heart's content. Mm-hmm. Um, I did that and there was a job that they gave me at Gatwick, mm-hmm. at, at Nestle actually. And it was a decent contract. They paid for expenses, they paid for food, they paid for everything. So I didn't have to pay for anything. Mm-hmm. I worked my ass. That, and that's literally what you have to do. You have to put your head down. Mm-hmm. And there's some sacrifices that you're going to have to make. Right. Mm-hmm. I was getting, I'm um, Gatwick from where I was living then. The journey was about two and a half hours. I was getting up at 4 a.m. I was leaving my house at 5 when I got back, I was literally just making it to, to see Tia when she was like one or two to put her to bed. And that was me every day. Mm. And I said to my husband, I was like, I want to do this. This is because I, I didn't I didn't want him to be like, oh, do you know what? Let me know. I said to myself, do you know what? This is something that I've got myself into. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. So I did that for about maybe six months. And then as my as I was getting more like into my green I reduced my overdraft. Okay. Yeah, okay. I reduced it. So that was like your first step. Yeah, I said, what am I doing with 2,000 or what was 1,500 <laughs> overdrafts? I was like, I don't need it. Mm-hmm. So as I was getting more into the green, I reduced. I was just like, oh, you know, you can't increase. Like, reduce it, reduce <laughs> it. <laughs> so now I've kept it. I was just like, you know what? Let me just keep it at 500. I've kept it at 500 pounds. Um, so that was my first step into getting into the green. Okay. That was how kind of how I got. I just had to put my head down. Make the sacrifice. Didn't spend nothing. How about you, Grace? Um, I just I went to my credit score. I, we I feel like as black people we're so. I was scared, scared. to even look at scared. it. Bro, Everyone's I don't look scared. at it. Everyone's but scared. For me, that is how you get yourself out of the green. Check your credit score because it's one thing to have no debt, and it's another to have no credit to even occur debt. Mm-hmm. So if you have no debt and you have no credit, you're still just as broke as the person who has debt because you your name carries no weight technically so what I started off with is I just went onto my credit score and I just literally sat down with myself faced reality and opened all my letters that's another big issue that I know that we all have a lot of people have is that opening letters there's that fear just open the letter because 
whoever it says today, if you open it next week, it's the same message that you're going to find. So you might as well just open it now. And you just write everything down, like all the stuff that you need to sort out. If it's responding to emails or responding to a letter, respond to them because literally it helps you reduce your debt. Sometimes ignoring one letter can lead to you doubling your debts. Yeah. So that's what I did first. I opened all my letters and this was literally during COVID. Like when I was like, okay, well, there's no job. Mm. So let's go and face the music so i opened all my letters broke it all down wrote how much i owed for every single thing and literally one by one i paid it off i think i've even still got just like one more left Mm. but that's just even me being lazy and like oh i can if i wanted to i could but literally i just tackled all of it down but i will tell you you do need a credit card yeah you actually do need the credit card and not only do you use the credit card to build your credit, but you're kind of trying to teach yourself how to manage money. Mm-hmm. So I would go and buy petrol with my credit card and then I will pay maybe, if I spent £40 on fuel, I'll probably pay like £15 off and then pay it monthly and then pay it off again. So it just shows that I have the money but I know not to spend it or I know how to pay. <clears throat> so I've taught myself how to manage money. So now like, when I save, I'm so surprised how much I'm saving because you know when you're in that place where you're just literally afloat. For me, the reason why you're afloat is because you're still making unhealthy decisions with your money. Because I I, I can, I've, I still do it sometimes where I'll buy something that's £500, but I'll be saying to myself, but you wasn't willing to put that 500 in your savings. You spent £500 now, you're not dying you could have saved that 500 pounds, but you thought if you put in your savings, you're going to need it. So you have to unlearn a lot of like money management and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Get your defaults resolved, you know, contest things. Cause sometimes some of these information is not right. And it's where you've ignored your letters that now they've just decided to put whatsoever <clears throat> on your credit file. If you're like 28 or above, Go and look if there's anything from uni that's still on your credit file. If it's after six years, you have every rights for them to just void it off, even without paying it. They should take it off because it's after six years. So go and read and find mm-hmm. out what these little loopholes are to kind of bring you back to date of where you are. So just to touch up on what you said, um, when you have like um, creditors on your back and stuff like that, Called, they're always willing to negotiate. Mm-hmm. You can set up a payment plan. Yeah, you that's what I was going to yeah, say. You don't, don't to, ignore them. Actually, talk yeah, to you them. You don't have to pay them pay <clears> all <throat> off at once. Yep. Trust me, because they want their money. They're happy to, to do a to payment pay, plan. Yeah, payment yeah. plans. Hundred yeah, percent. And just knowing them, knowing that you're willing to pay mm-hmm. it back yeah, is more than enough for mm-hmm. them. And to trust just, me, six months yeah of paying something off, you'll be so surprised how quick that goes. Mm-hmm. You just keep it at okay, I've got £600 to spare, spread your bills or do one at a time, whatever you can. And you'll be so surprised. We would say, oh, the year goes so quickly. Imagine if you'd been paying your debts monthly so quickly. You'd just be, you can clear your debt most of the time within a year Mm. if you put your head down to it. I think the key takeaway from it is literally, again, don't watch what people are doing. Mm -hmm. And um, like a year can go by so quickly and it could either be out of the The red red and... Or into the green, like out of the red or deeper in the yeah. red. Mm-hmm. And I feel like because of social, like social, not society nowadays mm-hmm. and wanting to belong and wanting to be in the in crowd, mm-hmm. it does let people make bad decisions with mm-hmm. their money in terms of we have goals, we all do, mm-hmm. um, but lifestyle or 
like things come up and we don't know how to like have a balance. And I definitely feel like there's nothing wrong because of how quick a year goes by, how quick six months goes by. I feel like one thing that I've learned in the last year is that it's okay to say no, you don't want to do something because it will come again. Mm-hmm. An event will come. They will probably mm-hmm. do an event mm-hmm. in three months or they'll probably do an event in a year. And I feel like the people who... um and I feel like one thing with me that I've realized is that I'm not I'm okay to talk about it to people. I'll be like, I'm saving, I'm saying no because I'm saving, mm-hmm. or I'm not doing this because I, I can't afford it an excess spend mm-hmm. this month. I think it's okay. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people, well, I would be a lot more understanding to that than you ignoring my phone yeah, calls. It's and, not in my budget. Yeah, month. it's not yeah, in my budget. I would it. I would respect that a whole lot more than you ignoring. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people need to give other people more credit in terms of not everybody's bashing you not everybody's mm-hmm. like looking down on you so definitely i think you know how i always say like a tree <laughs> my favorite saying a tree can't build a forest and all of that stuff you, you, it's good to have somebody else that you're financially accountable to or like mm-hmm. you can have those financial conversations with remember i was saying it to you like we should kind of have goals for mm-hmm, ourselves mm-hmm. and stuff like that and it helps you because we are no we can always be better when you talk what is it knowledge is power yeah knowledge is power like so having someone that you can talk to about these things or you know even they don't even have to be rich or something like Mm -hmm. that it's just someone who has that willpower Mm -hmm. and someone with willpower can help you achieve a lot more than you you think if you sit down and you have someone that you can trust and be like okay you know what maxi this is where i am financially and by september i need to get here and i just need your constant support and stuff like that and I guarantee, I know for a fact, Maxi will be like, uh, so you're buying 100%. that, yeah? yeah. Oh, this, okay, is a, okay. this is the plan. Do you yeah. look at the person that says she wants to buy? She's buy. <laughs> Do you understand? And yeah. you have to start feeling comfortable with certain kind of conversations with those who mm-hmm. are your friend. As we get older... The friendships you keep are not very important. Very, yeah, they shouldn't be these flimsy yeah. relationships. It's not an image. It's not yeah. image it's friendship friendships anymore. That, that I can't, I always say it to you guys that Maxi and Maxi... <clears throat> Nikki and Toyasi are the three people that have made me a better person in the last year just by feeling more comfortable to speak up on things or being called out, even though sometimes it's quite out of order. Being called out on stuff, you know. Oh, me. Yeah. Being called out on things. I don't call you out no more, though. I've changed. No, because you called me out today on the phone. (laughs) Did I? And yesterday. yesterday. That chat. Sorry, that sorry to digress. That chat we'll was talk not about me that. being. We'll that. I've changed, <laughs> but on a, on a serious note, right? One thing we have to understand is, yeah, we were twenty, we were twenty five, we're thirties or whatever. Like the age keeps going, and no matter all this packaging, I always say when we hit 40, 45, that's when we're gonna know what we were really doing with our lives. Yeah, because. All, even now at 30, you can still make a change. It mm-hmm. literally takes you like a year or two to quickly switch up and you're sorted. But when you get to 40, even the mortgage lenders that it's not like before, not a lot of mortgage people, not a lot of mortgage lenders want to lend you because you're getting older. They feel like you're not going to live longer. So mm-hmm. you won't be able mm-hmm. to pay the mortgage back. Like these are the things. Like even when you get a, like a um, rent a house, they even tell you that <laughs> if you pass away, if your enemy pass away, who is going to like the debt Guaranteed. is still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the rent is still due. So these are things that you need to start thinking about. Like money is sweet when you arrange it well. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Another thing I was going to say is that in terms of saving and budgeting and all that, sometimes it is a thing where you need 
you need to apply for a new job. Yeah. <laughs> no, sometimes. Yeah, the is that increase the income. Yeah. No, increase, increase the income. I definitely agree. And I always I tell have people. Passive income as well. Yeah, I always tell people listen, the worst they can say to you is no, apply for that job. Yeah. Because some I people, they look that. at the salary and it's like, I can't do yeah. that. Apply for the job. Yeah. One thing the worst that, thing they can say is no. Yeah. One thing, so I started um, contracting in 2016, mm-hmm. and my first contract, so I work in project management, and my first contract, I had no, like, zero skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely zero. And even when they called me for an interview, I was just like, what the fuck am I going to say in this yeah. interview? I was in the same and place. It, do you know what? Yeah, it was. I was even meant to interview the lady and I looked at her on LinkedIn. I said, oh, Toyo, forget. <laughs> <laughs> you are going for bands. Yeah? <laughs> this one is not giving you the job. So when I went there, I was like fasting, praying, whatever. And then it ended up being the COO that interviewed me. And he was like, Oh, are you good with Excel? I was like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, you got the job. Literally, Just like that. Life for the and job. it's set pace. And literally, I can I can't even count how many people I've told to uh, to apply for jobs and think about it. it and I'm like, time. literally, what we are doing is luxury admin. They cannot do mm-hmm. anything. The mm-hmm. worst they That's can all. do is say no. no. And I, one thing that I love about us as women, because I'm saying it's a woman thing as mm-hmm. well, and us being how like we're quite advanced and we're smart. We anything talks to we're us. Adaptable. Yeah, yeah, we're adaptable. Yeah, we can pick it up. We're we can like when I talk about my job now, yeah, and, I'm, and they're like, "Oh, what I, did you learn?" Listen, and I'm like, "Not a damn thing." Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I've had interviews laying in bed. Hundred percent. I'm just sleeping. Is that great? Yeah. Damn. Can you say um? So basically, so basically yeah. <laughs> honestly, before I'll be right in the Yeah. <laughs> I'll have my notebook of notes that I'm going to say. But I, now I talk about it with so listen, much vim. And another thing I'll say is like, when it comes to looking for jobs and everything, the two tips I'll give you is look at the job description because the job the job description literally tells you what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And most of your interviewing answers are, are in, in, the, that, in that description. Yes. Yeah. What you have to do, understand is that they say stuff like... Um, has a capacity to work within a team where they're working with multiple types of stakeholders. Da, 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 da. So basically, they've just said to you that they want to know that you can work with different, different levels. kinds, levels of people. Mm-hmm. So in that interview, you're probably going to say, I have the capacity to work with different kinds of personalities and different stakeholders who have high demands. Mm-hmm. I'm able to prioritize those. Literally, is saying those key words. Yeah, 100%. I think we'll have to do a job. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I anyone, think we should do a job yeah. one. All the people that DM me, I'm just like, apply a lot for of the people, job. Yeah. A lot of people apply DM me in terms of how did you, you get to project management? Yeah. yeah, 100%. How did you so, do all that? And I think we should dedicate yeah. an episode to a job one. But yeah, sometimes, sometimes you're income is not, not enough, enough mm-hmm. for your expenses. Yep. So sometimes it is about, okay, looking for a new job, yep. you know, applying for an increase or or asking for, for a, a raise. pay rise. Yeah. But <laughs> it make sure you are putting Ob- in obviously the work. You're working. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. for the pay but, rise. Yeah, yeah, sometimes that's literally just it. Um, and also... If you're... Yeah. Go on, go, baby. If you're scared to look for a new job, speak to people within your team who are doing different things mm-hmm. and try and get involved in what they're doing and use that as your stepping stone to get a new job. Yeah. So if you're working in admin and you've realized that you are more of a planner and you want to work within planning, reach out to someone in your team that is in the planning department and go, oh, hi, John. Um, You know what? I have quite a, I don't have a high workload anymore. And I was just wondering if maybe I can take on or shadow you on some of your planning activities. And that is how you start to build 
experience. Yeah. So when you then do your CV, <clears throat> I've have exposure in da 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 da. I've assisted the key planner da 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 doing this. You're already starting to take one role that you are not familiar with into the role that you're in. <coughs> so then whoever sees your CV is like, okay, this person is very adaptable and can work in multiple places, even though their job title says A. Because yeah. everybody wants their value for money. I, yeah. I definitely agree with that. And like, like off the record, um, don't go and tell anybody <laughs> to do this. But um, like you said, pe- viewing and like witnessing things that other mm-hmm. people are doing, you can apply for another company mm-hmm. and say you're doing yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say for me. <laughs> but um, I definitely feel like you can actually, a, another company can pay you twice for yeah. what you were doing in another yeah. no, don't get too comfortable 100%, 100% never ever get too comfortable and with me when I transitioned from job to job because I move quite a lot I'm a contractor mm-hmm. always take like templates yeah. things that oh, you yeah. may need Save take it yeah. yeah take it from <laughs> one job to another you don't 100%. know how you can be of Easy added value to yeah. another team yeah. and i feel like that's where you start seeing that you are of value yeah. and you are somebody 100%. who can bring something to the, yeah. a new team and like even like i just got a new job and when i talk and i'm like i ain't saying nothing special and they'll yeah. be like oh my oh gosh that's amazing oh we didn't think about that before and I'm just like yeah, yeah. of course you didn't one, but honestly one, I definitely one think one other key gem as well is if you're not if you don't like talking to people at your workplace LinkedIn Network yeah. with people on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, I, LinkedIn for, is where I got all my jobs. Looking Listen, for a job on LinkedIn is, head, is they good will as well. You, but, yeah, because yeah. I was headhunted. Yeah, yeah. they will even you just be getting messages, hundred calls. That's not even what what I I even meant because I remember there was there's one girl that I talked to and she literally just messaged me on LinkedIn. She's like, oh, I see you work X, Y, and Z. Um, could you give me any tips? Just message people. Oh who yeah, do, I've yeah, had yeah. messages who like have that. Jobs yeah. that you will like or who do things. Type in the job, your desired job. Go and look at other people's LinkedIn's. Look at their work experience to see how they got there and reach out to them. Yeah. Everybody likes a little ego boost. So yeah. if you tell them that, oh, um, I really like, I've looked at your work you know, history and everything and you follow the path that I would like to and I would like to talk to you to probably, maybe you can assist me or teach me how to not make certain mistakes that you think you made that were unnecessary mm-hmm. or whatever. They will be more than yeah, happy they to love talk it. to you. They, they will love even it. tell you if there's any jobs in there. Duh, 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 trust me. And if you can find a, a James yeah. from, you know. And, and also, um, when you were touching about the job description, anything you don't understand, Google it. YouTube. Google. Oh my Google, gosh. YouTube is your best Google, friend. Google YouTube is your best friend. Like you can learn a and whole and trade it's on even YouTube. Like, on, yeah. Google, on Google as well, like within project management, if you, they actually put packs on their PDF yeah, packs. So many, There's like, so much information yeah, yeah, on the yeah. World Wide Web, like yeah, literally. Yeah. Google and YouTube and are your friends. LinkedIn, you know, what's it called? Learn LinkedIn or LinkedIn. Yeah, Learn. they have, yeah. Like, they have a platform. Courses and stuff. Will, and I think you pay, just pay, just to go on there. As soon as, when you know you are ready, go and do the free trial, which is for one month. Yeah. And literally, Take as much as you can take in. Print the documents, everything. Just take it in. And trust me, what as you pass, as you do the test that they give you, they put it on your LinkedIn profile mm-hmm. and it actually makes you more attractive because yeah. people are looking at you as you want to learn. Mm-hmm. I'm not in tech, but if you if you want to go into a new industry, for me, tech, tech is the way. It's definitely the way. Tech, <laughs> right now, I know it doesn't even have to be project management tech. Data analysts. Mm-hmm. Coding. Coding. Ooh. Listen, I've already said my son's turning yeah. five. I'm putting him to coding. Yeah, no, five. there is. There's yeah. something yeah. I was seeing on five Instagram. Year I saw an advert yeah. coding for kids. Yeah, mm. as soon as Roman turns five, 100%. he's going to try it. Yeah, yeah. no, agreed. That is and it. you know, I just 
I've really prayed and I remember I said to you that I feel like, well, I think I said it in the group that the money that God's given me is not, not just for not me. For I always me. say, yeah. and I always, I always want to be in a position to, to help people because yeah. yeah. sometimes you know your friends. So I just want to be in a position that if if someone's in need, mm-hmm. I want to have it to give you, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's literally just it. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't want they come to me and I can't. I feel so bad yeah. when yeah. I can't Same. help. Same. I feel so bad. So yeah, I always want to have. My state, my money's not for me, yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to go to. And that's why, again, having stuff for yourself, mm-hmm. having your own. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to my husband to be like, oh, my friend needs this. Or, God no, for no, me. No, no, no. I don't even Do you know mix, like. I don't like to talk about my so, friend's business to my men like that. So, so yeah, no, definitely, man. Yes. Hope you enjoyed the milk and honey TED talk. Yeah, we'll definitely do. Uh, yeah, I think we should job. definitely do we'll more do dedicated. Yeah. To I think what we'll do is work it. And I know you guys have asked team. about it so many yeah, times, I but I think I feel like once we get started, we don't stop. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, we, we will have do to do. Especially, one. we can do. Like, yeah, DMs right now. Job. Listen, <laughs> I love worry. it though. I can't lie, I love it. I, 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 yeah. I always respond when I see it. I'm so sorry. Yeah, Sometimes and I wanted to just make like give a special shout out to the girl that actually taught me about like the Quran, Jewish. She, like she probably oh, took the her time. Yeah. Yeah, 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 she probably yeah, took yeah. her time to reply. Yeah, like, and I just feel like I actually didn't know all of that. So thank you again thank for you teaching for, me. Yeah, that. Our, our our listeners are mm-hmm. well yeah. educated. Well educated, where they do not so. mind calling us out. <laughs> Listen, but we love it. It's a learning. It's a learning platform. Don't worry, live yeah. show is coming. Date is coming soon. Because someone oh, yeah. messaged me and be like, I sat there. Even I think on our, waiting on for the date. So and we yeah. wouldn't say <laughs> no date. Don't worry, don't worry. It's don't coming, worry. it's coming, it's coming. Do you know what though? I never expected that many people to be like, oh, I can't wait for the live show. And I'm just like. Let's just hope you buy the tickets. No, nah, they will definitely. No, they will. They, they will. will. But um, thanks everyone for. This is even just like, maybe we should do some seminars. Like that. But anyway. <laughs> That's for the future. You're really into it's it. Right. <laughs> it's like, imagine you know what it is liberating. Learn, like, yeah, learn off each other. Mm-hmm. Great. No, yeah. I, I love, I love, 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 love talking about like careers and stuff yeah. like that because I remember I wasn't working for a while. I literally just had my hair business and that's what funded everything. And I remember when I started working, I was on like sixteen k mm. or something silly like that. Mm-hmm. And I was just like to myself, you know, when you were saying, oh. You can always get more. And I just thought, what am I doing? Because yeah. I was definitely only one of this when I was doing my business. Mm-hmm. And I just decided that is it. That's when I got the job at Dartford. Yeah. One more. Nah, Game changer. Definitely. So. And I feel like, like you said, within your company, you can move to different mm-hmm. departments. Because yeah. I remember mm-hmm. when I was young, I worked in Vodafone. Mm-hmm. And I worked in the shop, like, as like in the shop. And then I, I don't even know what made me apply for a role in, within head office mm-hmm. and I had my manager vouch for me like oh whatever you teach us you will learn yeah. and that is how I got into co- the corporate world really good, yeah that's because how I got into t- the corporate world you don't world. have to yeah. there's no like checks or it's, inter- a, bit, yeah. it's, it's a bit easier no, and I feel like that's how I tr- transitioned yeah. into the corporate yeah. world and again I expanded my knowledge and I gained a lot of insight on how mm-hmm. to be a bit more corporate because mm-hmm. I was retail based mm-hmm. and yeah that yeah, I think that's all that also yeah the English yeah. is different well, the lingo is different the system the you're using yeah, everything's different. different and I feel See, like although I didn't have the yeah. skills for my interview I had that etiquette already yeah. which helped me yeah. so yeah yeah, and, and I think like um, it's a bit easier now because you can actually get a corporate job, but you don't have to be making the travel to Liverpool. So you don't, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Yeah, so now back, it's all virtual. Now it's all virtual, so you know what I mean? You Use it while you can. 100%. Because well, so, yeah, they're going to send everybody back to the offices, so use it while you, you think can. So? 
Yeah, I think Man, they had to pay building fees. I'm going to be People ahead. that own their building, like Barclays or like HSBC, all the ones on the wharf. Oh, they they've will... said that we can just go in once a week. No, no, I'm saying, but you Paris, still have to utilize so... it no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you have can... to still go yeah, at least once said, a week or yeah, once, once a month week. or whatever. I'm good with once a week or whatever. I'm not going in. I'm not going. Really? I don't need, I don't, need I, don't to. I don't mind. Go I'm I, like my boss has said to me that it's not compulsory, but I don't mind once in a while just going in dressing up. I I do miss that side of things. I do like miss the war dressing the corporate stuff and strutting it but to work. No offense, like summer's coming up, I don't have time and then it's winter and it's too cold. What are you doing in summer? Summer? Hmm. Living my best life. Okay. Me, my man and my girls going on holiday. Yeah. Doing a lot of stuff. And then winter's too cold. Yeah. Yeah. It's cold. Oh, and my daughter. I haven't forgotten her. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you. Said, I thought you were about to say, "And my girl," as in Bella. Yeah, these girls. Forget that babe. She's got me all the time, bro. That one that's got you under her thumb. Honestly. But yeah. Anyway. Thank, thank you so you much. Listening. Thanks for listening, guys. Hope you enjoyed. Yes. Another one. Enjoyed another another one. Talking. Why are you mumbling? <laughs> I was thinking something at the same time. I was going to say something, but it doesn't matter. But yeah, thanks guys for listening, watching, subscribing to our channel and all that good stuff. I'm Gracie Beckery. I'm Maxi J. I'm Omotoyo C. And thanks for tuning into the Milk and Honey, Honey Podcast. Podcast. Bye. 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 Bye.